this is Shane. And I am Drew. And this, of course, is our 40K podcast where we talk all things 40K and GW related. Drew, buddy, what, what's your invulnerable save for today? <laughs> Actually, I, I was mortally wounded. Uh, <laughs> my, my car got smashed into by an H2 Hummer. Jesus fuck, dude! <laughs> with with Superman what? vanity plates and said, <laughs> if, if, <laughs> I I don't know if I'll ever be the same. <laughs> what your your fucking your Honda? It's... My little Honda Civic. He didn't have uh, much runway behind it. He 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 didn't travel very far. But it was a good lesson in physics right there. That <laughs> were were you inside this car? You did sure not sure tell was. Me. You did, when did this happen? You did not tell me about this. This is a, no. I wanted to surprise you. Yeah, uh, that's a su- <laughs> surprise. Yeah, this happened Tuesday afternoon. So. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, he uh, it, like the pictures look horrendous. Um, they are absolutely terrible. And then people are like, oh my, like I like because I was going to work, and uh, they were like, what happened? Like, oh my god. And then I was like, yeah, no, he uh, he barely just like moved it all. It was maybe like eight feet of runway like behind me when he hit me. But um, yeah, he had so much mass on my little Honda that it didn't matter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh man, that, what's, uh, your, what's your invulnerable say? <laughs> and your know, mortal wound. Uh, fucking you. Oh man, that's a hard follow up. Uh, <laughs> I feel I feel like an asshole now saying what my invulnerable save is, and that's uh, vampire survivors. You son of a bitch. That was the best three dollars I could have ever spent. I did it that again. Game, I got you hooked again on something. That, that game is so goddamn addictive. It's so good. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Uh, like playing with the combinations, and the, the, I can literally sit and eat cheetos and drink a pop and play that gun game by just wasd moving around it does everything else for me and i just pick shit up and i feel so accomplished and i didn't do shit oh <laughs> so you you use a keyboard you're even more active i i uh, hook up my xbox controller and just lean back in the chair and use the joystick <laughs> i'm even I, lazier with it <laughs> my my xbox controller is uh mia for my computer so i i'd have to find it but yeah i just uh I love that game. You've been talking to me about it for, the, it looks for a little so bit. It's so basic too. You it, like it, look at it and you're like, this is, it looks like a browser game. Yeah, and it, it, it is, and it's fantastic. So you have this story that you uh, you decided today's episode was going to be based on a little bit because I, I don't know what you're. I haven't read the story yet, but you seemed pretty excited about it. Uh, you mentioned that it's Space Wolves, right? Stuck on a high fleet. Yeah, so we decided that something fun would be like, oh, let's let's read, you know, some 40k books, and then we can talk about them, and then give our opinion and shit. So I was like, all right. So I went through, and I have a couple 40k like novels and that that I haven't read, and one of them is it's called Let the Galaxy Burn, which is a anthology of like I don't even know how many stories. Like I think there's like eight of them in there or something like that. So I was like flipping through. Well, one of the stories was called In the Belly of the Beast. So I was like, that's that's an interesting name. Like let's check it out. And so the story follows a group of space wolf scouts essentially. The base level space marine. Yeah, they're not like super super soldiers yet. They and haven't so, gotten their uh, third heart and second set of testicles. They're real green. They're, 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 <laughs> the, they're all the rookies. They're all red shirts. <laughs> and so in the book, they go to a rogue trader vessel. And once they get there, they, they see this giant ship nearby. It's just a horrible looking thing in space. And so the astropath on the main ship is like, yeah, hey, we should just destroy that. Like, let's just fucking blow it up. Like, look <laughs> at that thing. It's like a fucking skinless whale in space. I don't know what that is. And I don't like the way it looks. So fuck it. Blow it up. 
That's that's very Space Marine. That looks different from what I'm used to. Destroy it. Yeah, like the the Astropath's like, nope, fuck it. Like we should kill it. Well, then the the, the captain of the ship is like, no. There is something that could be on that ship that could benefit all of humanity. Why is that always a thing? Why is that always There's a always thing? one asshole? Like, yeah, and he's always a person in command. He's always the commanding officer. It's like, but. But treasure. And it's like, yeah, yeah but no, but like, dude, are you going to get in that? Like, look at that. It's like a fucking giant fucking grow, like tumor floating in, in space. Yeah, but treasure. No, like, yeah, there could right. be something good in there, though. Yeah. How, when <laughs> has there ever been anything good inside of a tumor? You, you <laughs> torpedo yourself in that giant flesh pinata and you bring me back that treasure. Um, so that's basically the plot of the book. So that you follow these space wolves that boarding torpedo their way inside this ship. And then immediately, there it's like magic school bus when they go inside the one kid's body. And they're like, oh, shit, this is blood vessels. And then... I'm sorry, all of a sudden, you just reminded me of that cartoon of the magic school bus. And they're like, we're inside Timmy's heart right now. And then all of a sudden, they're like, uh-oh, looks like we're drifting sideways. Looks like we're stuck. And all of a sudden, it cuts to Timmy having like a heart attack because his fucking blood's clotted. That's all I can fucking think about right now. <laughs> We've, we've drifted into Billy's brain and caused an aneurysm. <laughs> it's the magic school bus. <laughs> yeah, Miss Frizzle has to go on the run now. <laughs> Child murder is uh, very frowned upon. Oh, all right. Sorry. Didn't mean to detour there. No, you're good. <laughs> oh, man. So we're in some blood vessels. <laughs> Yeah, so so they they're in there, and there's like giant rib-like arches, and there's bone erupting from giant pink fleshy sacs and great vein pipes all around them. They're obviously, if you don't know by now, they're in a uh, giant Tyranid hive ship. Okay, so hang on though. But my question is, yes, you know what the Tyranid are? They they know what the Tyranid are, right? Is this is this taking place at a point in time where the Tyranid are a known threat to the universe of 40k? Uh yes. So, I think so. I mean, I don't know. They don't really say, like they know like that they're in some shit at this point. Well, I mean, but the commander had to know that that was a, ty- a Tyranid ship. Like there's no way he didn't look at that and go, "Maybe that's Tau." <laughs> like <laughs> I just like the fact that even even if you don't know it's a Tyranid, it's like, oh, that, that motherfucker looks like a big old floating space organism of some kind. Like, we'll just call it a big space whale. Turned inside out. Yeah, like, oh, but treasure. And you're like, all right, like, I guess we're going to torpedo ourselves inside this giant I space just, whale. I and, just, I, and then I you don't you get know. in there into what already looks like a living thing. And then you get in there and you're like, yeah, you guys see in all this, like, living, living stuff? Like, look at that. It's like a kidney. There's even more living veins. shit in here. Yeah. And it's like, we're in something right now. And at that point, no treasure. <laughs> yeah, listen, ate it. Maybe there's a gallstone in there or something. And you can <laughs> sell that on the 40k black market. I don't fucking know. I bring you this. What is that? It's like a stone of some kind? Yes. Uh, dude, that looks like a giant kidney stone. What? Where the hell did you get this? <laughs> it was perilous and fraught with danger. It was at this point that I absolutely went from just enjoying this book to loving this book. Let me let me read you a, a, a quick quote, okay? Okay, all right. <laughs> they're going from, I guess, room to room, like chamber to chamber. Sure, why not? You know, they're inside a giant living organism, but sure, it's got chambers and rooms. <laughs> <clears throat> the corridor ended in a massive fleshy sphincter valve. Hey, stop. Stop right there. 
no. <laughs> that is not how you write books. That is how that is how you write medical journals. <laughs> it looks like an airlock, Sven said, studying it. The doorway rippled voicefully. <laughs> the scout warily eyed the folds of flesh surrounding <laughs> surrounding the valve. I'll open it, <laughs> Eagle said, and blasted away at it with his bolt pistol. The bolts tore into the flabby mass of flesh. The valve door spasmed as if in pain. The whole floor shaking underfoot. Underfloor muscles joined in the action. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, the word sphincter comes up more than once. Sven noticed a small fleshy node near the valve. Acting on impulse, he reached out and stroked it. The partially torn door flapped open with a soft, almost animal sigh. Jesus fuck. (laughs) Dude, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. (laughs) Give me a minute. Are you reading a book or fan erotica? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I am reading official 40k lore (laughs) in the belly of the beast. (laughs) Are they they sure they're in the belly? (laughs) Obviously. You gotta stroke the small fleshy node near the valve. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that's called the frenulum. <laughs> and then the partially torn door flapped opened with a soft animalistic sigh. Oh, oh. my god. This oh. book. <laughs> and here's the thing, Jesus okay? Christ. Reading it, you know, I'm like trying to get into the zone. Boy, that would take me right out of the zone when I start hearing those. Boy, sure does it. Uh, the list, the sphincter is a loaded word. That's a very, that is a very... Uh, it is hard to get past reading that and still be in serious sci-fi. Like, oh my god, is Sven and crew going to make it out of this giant weird space whale? Oh my god. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, this this book should have just been called Space Wolves and Sphincters. Yeah. <laughs> So they end up, they get taken out one by one, but boy, oh boy, whenever they get to a doorway, do I get excited. It is my <laughs> favorite part of this book. Wait, wait, so he, it keeps getting described this way throughout the these, book? These sphincter valves were obviously airlocks of some kind, but they were far too far into the ship for them to open. Funny thing is, most sphincters are airlock valves. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. Mo- to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh they my god. see the sphincter. My face hurts. They interact with the sphincter. My ribs hurt. They eventually identify the sphincter. <laughs> they shoot the sphincter. It's a good book. <laughs> I give this uh, 40, 42 shades of gray out of 50. Because <laughs> man alive. <laughs> I, do, I, I, may I ask, uh-huh. at any point in time, do one of them punch said sphincter-like door? I think one of them tries to stab it. Uh, see, that doesn't work for me. I need him to fist it. <laughs> I will look. I want him to just... fist that sphincter. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. There's, there's some. So, okay. Without, I mean, oh. I, I don't know if anybody cares about spoilers, and I don't really give a shit. But, uh, do they survive? Does anybody make it out of this thing? Is there a, is there a tale to be told by a single survivor, or do they just get fucking wrecked by the Tyranids? Two of them do make it out. All right, good for them. Good for them. And then they, do end they up escape, blowing up. Do they escape from a, through a sphincter valve? They have to get through many a sphincter to to <laughs> escape to their ship. <laughs> Jesus 
was just like, huh. It's a, uh, that's a powerful word they're using right there. The Space Wolves make for the boarding torpedo with extra haze, losing uh, one of the characters to a sphincter trap door in the floor where he's digested. Wait, okay, so there's, oh God, all right, so... So there's sphincter doors that act like airlocks, and then there's sphincter doors that act like trap doors? Yep, pretty much. So every opening is a sphincter, and he says it, and, and, and every time, instead of just referring them to doors from there on out. Let, okay, let me, let, me, let me go through a writing class 101. I have described the door in great detail. Excessive detail, one might say. After that, I don't need to keep calling it that thing. I could just call it the doorway. You know, as the reader, what I mean when I say the doorway. You've got the very vivid image that I have painted for you as the writer. So I don't need to keep reminding you by, by like, nudging you going, hey, remember, it's a sphincter. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like every time it's like, and the sphincter doorway opened up. It's like, yeah, it's just, just call it doorway from now on, man. You don't need to keep calling it the sphincter doorway. I got it from your description. When they stop referring to them as sphincters for like a hot minute, it doesn't <laughs> help because it's already in my mind. I'm right. Looking, I, I'm a very visual reader, so I'm just imagining buttholes just puckering and, and closing. And like <laughs> this sentence right here, Sven inspected inspected the door. Great gobbets of flesh had been torn out of it. That's like my sphincter after a night of eating Taco Bell. <laughs> Another shot would tear the ruptured muscle away. I'm already thinking butthole, and so like, <laughs> you're like talking about like a ruptured butthole and it being torn away. It it paints a picture. I will never not read about tyranids or hive fleets and stuff like that. And I'm just like, uh, there are a lot of buttholes in that. Dude, it really paints a weird picture though. When you think about how like, like when you think of deep striking with a Terminator unit, you think of like this highly advanced teleportation device that's attached to the person and there's also some sort of beacon on the ground right and there's like satellites and everything when it comes to the tyranids they're shitting them out of their boats that's their their ships are just literally taking dumps and they're shitting fucking tyranids all over the planet this is such a uncivilized manner (laughs) (laughs) so uncouth (laughs) yep uh, I mean, then, like, right here, uh, the Space Wolf Scout equipped a grenade and lobbed it at, at the door. They ducked back behind the sphincter door. The grenade exploded against it. The door buckled but didn't give. And it's just like, that's a cool, like, sentence, except for sphincter <laughs> Well, now door. it just paints the picture of, like, somebody about to shit themselves, and they're just clenching their butt cheeks together to make sure it doesn't escape. Like, that's where my mind goes. <laughs> Like, like if you've ever been at work and you got to go and you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. So all of a sudden your cheeks just start to clench up nice and tight and you haul ass to the fucking bathroom and you feel those gurgles of, uh, of gastrous juices blending and you just feel it like popping and bubbling. That's what I feel like this grenade going off inside that hive ship is. It's just. On the outside, that thing's having the same like same reaction. Oh, I gotta clench it. <laughs> like, oh, man, so, I'm just, so I'm just trying to get through, and I ain't gonna let it. <laughs> <laughs> you could say, you could say, when you have to take a shit, that <laughs> a space wolf <laughs> is stroking your your flesh node. <laughs>
god. God damn it. What the fuck? <laughs> in the belly of the beast is one of many stories you can find in the compendium, Let the Galaxy Burn. And I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't read a damn other one of them stories yet. This was number one. Was that the first of the stories in the book? No, it just sounded the coolest to me. Okay, okay. So you just kind of like jumped in and said, ah, this one, I don't know, Space Wolves on a Tyranid Fleet. That sounds interesting. Well, I, yeah, it was just like, in the belly of the beast, I'm like, well, I, okay, I was thinking like, in the belly of the beast is going to be like a squad of marines that are surrounded by orcs they're in the belly of the beast or something like that i wasn't expecting it to literally be <laughs> space marines in the belly of a giant creature but my god am i happy that they were with apparently many sphincters <laughs> oh my god and like how do you okay man that's an image that's not gonna leave me now that's just stuck <laughs> so you're one of the surviving marines like <laughs> <laughs> welcome back brother what what happened i don't know i want to talk about it <laughs> what, what do you mean like we, we lost a number on that mission yeah i don't, I don't know it, something it was fine everything's fine i'm gonna go take seven showers okay because <laughs> i'm pretty sure i was in the asshole or something <laughs> i don't know what it was like it smells i smell funny and i don't feel right anymore you know the other one's just sitting in the shower already in the fetal position going, can't come clean. <laughs> well, because, like, there are some cool scenes in the book. Like, one of the Marines is a heavy weapons expert. So he's carrying this heavy bolter. And from the beginning that he's introduced, I was like, and his name's Gunner, like G-U-N-N-A-R. So I, I don't know if it's, like, Gunnar or something, or I don't know. But I was just like, oh, his name's like Gunner. Like, the motherfuckers, he's going to be, he's going to light a room up. And so, like, the entire time, I'm just, like, fire that fucking, like, this is going to be cool. There's going to be a scene where... You're waiting patiently for, like, yeah. that uh, like that Samuel L. Jackson motherfucker yes. moment. You know it's they, coming. They, yeah. you just, they just keep teasing you. Don't you don't mention it. a heavy bolter without firing a heavy bolter. And then it's, like, by the time <laughs> it gets to it, I'm so preoccupied with these, like, sphincter doors and them, ex <laughs> them explaining how, like, they, they, like, oh, he eyed the, the mucus-covered folds warily Jesus and Christ. i'm just like what 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 is happening right now like what is this <laughs> author you've lost me but you've uh, also aroused me <laughs> you've captivated me at the same time i guess i guess another issue i have with it is these are space wolves these guys aren't exactly known for their we'll say tact and uh grace they're not gonna peer a they're not gonna peer at a mucus fold <laughs> They're going to look at that and go, cut it open. <laughs> We're getting through. Like, I don't see, like, I just see them, like, not, not studying this thing. There is, like, it's, like, if it was any other space marine faction, I'd understand sphincter, mucus folds, all that shit. I'd be like, yeah, no, that, I could definitely see ultramarines being into sphincters. But <laughs> fucking space wolves would just be like, blow that door up, blow that door up. That one looks like an asshole. Blow it up. That also looks like an asshole. Blow it up. I want that to be a line of the book. That looks like an asshole. Just blow it up. But they tried it. They tried to blow up the asshole. And it doesn't work. But when does that ever stop a space a space wolf in any other any other book or lore? Like they are maniacs, essentially. Like they're just fucking Oh, oh yeah, it's like I am the Kraken, and I just it'll cut it with my frost blade, and then it's like, oh, okay, and then they're good. Man, oh, wow. Yep, so, you're welcome. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if I feel welcome or not. That's, 
It's awful. Well, there's like one scene where they're in the egg chamber, basically. They're like, it's like the birthing pot or whatever. And then they're just like, hmm, what are these little, like, they look like eggs. And it's like, yeah, no shit, they're fucked. Like, you're in a living thing. Get out of there. Yeah, see, though, no that, treasure. That... There's no treasure anymore. Like, if if that fucking tracks for fucking Space Wolves, they're just like dumb as shit. And they're like, that kind of looks like, I think those are eggs. And everybody else would look at him and go, yeah, no shit, they're eggs. But Space Wolves are like, uh, those aren't like the eggs I can eat, are they? <laughs> no, they're not. Stop stop looking at them like that. Just shoot them. Get rid of yeah. them. The one guy's like, it's like maggots writhing inside rotten meat. And then the other guy like looks at him and is like, we need to leave. You have like your voice of reason, mm-hmm. like your main character. And he's just like, dude, no treasure. Like, first of all, like, fuck that rogue trader. Like, let's just... No treasure. When when you're the place you're in has buttholes. Like there's no treasure in there. The, yeah, okay, exactly. The minute I walk in and they're like, "Hey, go check that thing for treasure," and I torpedo myself into it. Which, by the way, the fact that they're using the terminology of torpedoing in and then immediately following up with sphincters, oh, basically, it's a, it's a, you know, yeah. connects the two and says, "I just to- torpedoed a sphincter." You will you will have a half chub the whole book in the best way. <laughs> The, the second I get in there, though, I'm like, all right, there is definitely not any treasure here. Look at each other, go, are we all in agreement to go back and go, yeah, boss, nothing there. Like, dude, just stay where you're at. Like, don't go any further. Just stay where you're at. Wait an hour and go, yep, torpedo back to the home ship. What'd you find? <laughs> dude, it's got buttholes blown up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we went through like three butthole doors and we were like, all right. There ain't nothing here. There, there can't be anything good here. Let's go. Oh. Or the second a butthole door opened and swallowed your buddy. Time to pack it in, guys. Like, it's time to go. Like, this is clearly not a place you're supposed to be. <laughs> and there definitely ain't going to be any fucking treasure there. And, and happily, I will say, they do leave it on the end, question mark? Where, spoilers, so cover your ears if you don't want to. But, like, after blowing up the hive ship, they're like, oh, that's the end of that. And then the astropath, she's like, it sent out a massive psychic call. And they're like, what do you mean? And she's like, it it called more. And so it's like, ooh. So, like, more flesh whales with more buttholes and treasure. Yeah, no, see, that, like, uh... And you know what? That commander needs to be demoted immediately. Oh, like, yeah. He does not need to be in command of anything anymore. Like, somebody should, that astropath should definitely go to his superior and be like, yeah, I, like, saw that thing, and I was like, hey, we should blow it up. And he's like, there might be something valuable on board. And he sent people in there and pissed the thing off by blowing holes in its many sphincters. (laughs) (laughs) Unless that rogue trader knew, like, what he was getting them into, and he just wanted to, like, listen to the play-by-play. Like, like that's what, I mean, you know, it's very lonely in space, so you got to... You got to get your rocks out somehow. And he's just like, oh, a lot of buttholes in there. I'm going to get these. Okay. Space wolves, you know, you torpedo there. Get me the treasure. And then they're in there. You can, you like, can hear him now. Like, just like whispering over like, the like, Yeah. Yeah. Blow, blow up another door. Yeah. Tickle the node. Tickle the node. <laughs> get, get. Describe it to me. Well, it's a giant sphincter-like door, door flap. Oh, is it mucus covered? <laughs> yeah. I'd say it's fairly mucus covered. Oh, oh. Have you struck it with your pistol? <laughs> I mean, no, we were getting to that. Is there is there a fleshy node nearby? Yeah, how'd you know that? Look, lucky guess. <laughs> All right, I want you to grasp it tightly and firmly in your hand. 
and slowly and gently twist it. <laughs> the flesh sack should begin to be smelling of almonds now. Please, please can, can you confirm? <laughs> and it was just all Mr. Carl's uh, sick, sick game. I, and you can definitely see that you can definitely see there be like a moment of silence on that radio in between those two transmissions of like, yeah, <laughs> I don't think we should be doing this anymore, guys. <laughs> Mr. Hoffman, what do you want? I'm close. <laughs> don't interrupt me. <laughs> we need to get out. There is no treasure. Listen, nothing but we got we got rotten, rotten flesh maggots and, and butthole flaps. Like, keep, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> you just see like meanwhile back on the home ship like somebody walks into that door while that dude's in there telling him what guided him through the ship and he's got like a box of tissues next to him They're like uh mr Ha, oh geez i ooh, i didn't see anything get out i'm almost done i told you knock before you go into the to the break <laughs> Is you say book, but you also describe it as a short story. Like how it's a long short story. I don't like, remember. Like, um, it's less than a hundred pages. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's about thirty pages. Oh yeah, so it really just plow. It really just plows right through there, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh man. But here's the thing: I'm never gonna forget that story. That is going to stick with me forever. I don't think I'm gonna forget it either. <laughs> Oh my god! Unfortunately, I'm crying here. Oh uh, yeah, I'm still wiping tears away from my eyes. Yes, <laughs> I think what made it worse is the fact that you said it in such a slow, almost like you're trying to be seductive with your tone. That's of voice. the only way to read it. If you're gonna read in the belly of the beast, you damn well better read it right. <laughs> the doorway rippled moistly. The scout warily eyed the folds of flesh surrounding the valve, like. I'm reading that to myself, and I was like, wait, what? No, I, I misread that. Like, it, it's not sphincter, it's like sepulcher, I don't fucking know what the word. Like, I just, I misread it. And then I was like, nah, that, that is definitely a, uh, a butthole. Alright, and then I was like, oh, they're interacting with it. Okay, and then it was just like, let's be adults. It's, it's, a, it's a giant, fleshy, organic thing. They're gonna introduce it that way, and then that's it. And then it'll just be like another one of the flesh doors, or something like that. No. Which I don't even know now saying it out loud if flesh door is better. But anyways. <laughs> um, but then it like not. comes up again. And I was like, <laughs> a 30 page a little short story. And six of them got the word sphincter on them. I was like, um, <laughs> this, is a, this, this is a hell of a ratio here. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to find out though if like the whole compendium had like a, a, a word limit on every word. And, like, another writer wanted to use the word sphincter, but it all got used up in that guy's story. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to write my, my emperor's <laughs> children's story? Fucking, I can't use sphincter. Motherfucker took it all. I can't use fleshy. <laughs> Quivering note? You gotta be fucking kidding me. That's taken, too. Like, you could just see the editor's room, like, yeah, Tom, I, I love the story and all, but unfortunately, uh, Bill, man, he really pushed the envelope with using the word sphincter. And I know you only use it like twice in yours, but can we like change that to something else? <laughs> well, not really. I mean, you, it really conveys what I'm going for. Yeah, trust me. We fucking know. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> the last guy definitely had us uh, conveyed. <laughs> oh, man. 
So there you go. Um, uh, that's that's an episode. In the belly of the beast. Find it. Read it. <laughs> devour it. <laughs> oh, it is. Uh, it's Eat a good book. Ass. I cannot say it. Get up in that ass. Get all up in that ass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> multiple. Get all up in them multiple asses. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm spent. <laughs> yes. If we still uh, have, if you haven't, if you haven't stopped listening yet, then good <laughs> on you. Your brain has permanently been altered, like mine has after reading that book. And I know what you meant when you said that to me. That you're like, my brain has been permanently altered. So yeah, I, oh. I get that. I definitely get that. Oh, uh, any final question for me? Uh, yeah. In keeping with the theme of the episode, I have a Tyranid-based question. <laughs> Uh, I'm ready, I think. <laughs> Do you think gene stealers prefer boot cut or slim leg? <laughs> I'm, I'm Drew. I'm Shane, and this has been 40K. <laughs> <laughs>